Blog Talk Radio. the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Make sure you guys jump over and check out the radio network website. That is www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Yes, since the last time I've been on the air, we went ahead and locked that up. Um, we uh, now have www.110nationsports.com and www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com for the next 10 years. Uh, we ain't going nowhere. Um, 11 years into this, and we're only getting started. Um, so glad to be on here tonight. Now, don't go jump over to www.the110nationsports.com because there's nothing going on there. Uh, we, we got about a year away before we uh, relaunch that site. Our focus for this next year is building the website or building the radio site, um, the radio um, side of the house, if you will. Um, streaming. So that's why we went ahead and locked up www. Um, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network dot com. That way, you guys had a place to go that had all the shows. And why this is important? One, it sends you to a website that has all the links, so you can catch it on whatever platform you choose to use. Because the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network is on iHeartRadio, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Spreaker, it's on Block Talk Radio, it's on Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, YouTube, um, and the Wisdom um, uh, podcast platform as well. Uh, we're on many, many different platforms. This gives you a website to not only A, you can just click on any of the tabs to any of those particular um, platforms or apps that you have to use, and then you can go ahead and follow it while you're over there and just catch the show that way. Or if you just go over to the site, www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com, all the shows there, all you do is click on the shows, and it'll play the shows right there for you. 
And I'll still let you know the schedule of all the shows as we do have a new show coming to the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network this Sunday night, the Jay Dillon Show. I will be producing the show. Be glad to be in the studio um, and, and have an opportunity to be here every Sunday night with you guys. I'm listening into the Jay Dillon show, getting things done on the back end of the house as he is putting on a phenomenal show. Uh, So make sure you guys check that out, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys check out the Jay Dillon show. Also, Tuesday nights. You got Race Chat Live with Chris, Craig, and Taz. The guys will be getting you caught up this last weekend at Kansas. As a matter of fact, here in about three minutes, we got Craig Moore of Race Chat Live um, joining me. We're going to talk a little uh, NASCAR, get things started off. Um, Chris is actually joining um, Race. Oh, and I knew the name of the show because I've been affiliated with this show and been on the show before. Uh, <laughs> Fans for Racing, he is actually going to be on their show tonight um, promoting the 110 Nation as well. So uh, make sure you guys check them out and check out that show as well. Um, So looking forward to uh, um, having an opportunity to catch up with Chris on how that goes. Thursday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, the hottest show on the entire network. And it heartens me to say that, being how I'm the founder, CEO, and the original show on this network, um, the Southern Dirt Chat Report. Make sure you guys check these guys out. Do local race talk out of um, Southern Mississippi, um, Louisiana, and Florida. Uh, So make sure you guys check that out. And, uh, Looking forward to another great show Thursday night. Um, as I'm pulling away from all the side things, um, normally lately I've been door dashing on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sundays. Um, last Sunday was officially my last Sunday, as I will be in the studio every Sunday night, um, except where I got family stuff, and then uh, one of the guys will step in, or Miss Leo will step in to help produce the show. Um, but I'll be in the studios on um, in the studio on Sunday nights, and looking forward to being more and more in the behind the scenes stuff um, outside of my show um, in, in the 110 Nation as we continue to build things over this next year. So looking forward to that. I want to make sure that first of all I thank uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Um, you guys can check them out on Facebook, Carolina Sports Plus. Looking forward, um, June 10th, I will be heading down to North Carolina. Um, as a matter of fact, we won't make it until the 11th. We pull out early on June 10th, that Friday. We're actually going to go about halfway. We're actually going to hit some hiking trails, spend the evening in uh, Virginia, and then we're going to continue the rest of the way down into North Carolina. I get my son for the summer. Going to spend Saturday with the daughter and the grandson. Sunday, we're actually going to go to Carolina Beach, Kerr Beach, Fort Fisher area, um, do the aquarium, the beach stuff, and then we'll be making our way back. Um, but while I'm in town, I will be catching up with Mario, um, owner of Carolina Sports Plus, getting me some new um, Carolina Sports Plus T-shirts um, and some attire to wear to help promote um, the longest uh, marketing partner we have had and uh, a very good friend of mine. Also, make sure that you guys uh, um, 
go and check out Bears Bullish Market Report. You guys can check out that fan page um, as they got a lot of things going on there. Everybody that joins that group, they will be donating to help us continue to grow. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, if you are interested in joining, uh, being a marketing partner of the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, um, all you do is send me at MrCJSports at gmail.com. we got plenty of different marketing um, plans and um, packages we can do um, to help make you a partner of the 110 Nation Sports, um, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, the 110 Nation Sports, um, as we continue to grow. Like I said, we are a little bit over 11 years into this. We are not going anywhere, anywhere anytime soon. Um, the goal is eventually be in the building. Be on the air 24-7, at least seven days a week, and have a staff full of riders. Um, like I said, next year we have all intentions, April 15, 2023, when we turn 12, um, to relaunch our sites. We kind of put that on the back burner. We went ahead and locked the site up for the next 10 years, so we didn't have to worry about that. Uh, but we kind of put that on the back burner because every time we try to do both, one or the other suffers. So we wanted to put all our focus into growing and expanding our um, radio network, which brings me to my next point. Um, if you're interested in joining the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, say you've got a show on a different platform and you want to syndicate it on our network um, and, and be part of the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network and also have your show distributed to all the different platforms um, that I listed earlier. It would be iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, po Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, YouTube, whatever the case may be. Um, or maybe you don't have a platform and you want to join our platform. Um, we got the Jay Dillon show. He's coming on. He is um, going to be doing his show on our, our platform. We got three more days that we have free um, that we can use um, if you want to do your show live on our network. Now, syndicated shows, syndicated shows we can do whenever, as often as we want to, um, but live shows, um, we got three days that are available um, as of right now. Eventually, we will work on expanding that as well. Um, or maybe you're not quite ready to do a whole, a whole show or have a show, but maybe you want to come on and be a co-host. I would love to extend my show to a two-hour show. Um, the only reason I don't is I want to make sure that I have full content. I don't want to have any dead air time. So I'd rather do an hour and be jam-packed the entire hour versus trying to extend it to two hours and have a bunch of dead air time. Um, so if somebody wants to join and maybe you're a fit and we could do a show together um, and we can span it two hours, I'd love to do that. Or maybe that's still a little bit much. You want to work your way up. Uh, maybe you just want to come on 15, 20 minutes, talk about NASCAR or talk about NHL or talk about uh, Major League Baseball or NFL, whatever the case may be. All you got to do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com or send me a message on my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, or even the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. I'd love to uh, get a, uh, connect with you and see about bringing you on um, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. So looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to uh, um, continuing to grow. It's It's been a phenomenal um It's been a, a phenomenal run. I do apologize. Um, um, I was not on the air last Monday night. Um, I try not to miss any shows. I try to make sure, we all try to make sure we are very consistent on being the shows. 
Um, last Friday, I ended up having to go to the dentist. It, uh, the whole side of my head, face, everything was pounding. As a matter of fact, um, even after going to the dentist and finding out that potentially, which ended up being an abstract too, and even potentially a sinus infection on top of that, um, which they think it was end up being both, as I had to go back this Friday as well um, to get another X-ray and a three-day 3D X-ray, which now I got to get a whole root canal and everything else. Um, they gave me antibiotics. They gave me uh, hydrocodone or whatever it is, and ibuprofen, and I had Motrin. Um, I, I I was supposed to take like four of each in the 24-hour period. I think I took six of each in the 24-hour period, and I still cannot sleep. The pain was beyond bearable Friday night. Um, I actually spent all Friday night walking around the bottom uh, downstairs. Uh, I try to lay different positions. I watched uh, a hell of an end of a USFL football game. I don't even remember what game it was. It came down to the end of the game. It was a hell of a game. Um, last Friday night, it was on so like 1 o'clock in the morning. I think it was a 10 o'clock start time on the game. Thank God there was some football for me. Um, and then I turned the TV off for a while because my head was pounding. Then it was quiet, and I walked around for a while to turn the TV back on, hoping it would distract me. Um, the lights and everything just made things worse, so I turned it off, walk around for a while. Um, long story short, it ended up being 5.30 in the morning before I finally fell asleep for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, woke up, hour, hour and a half, like, pow, woke up. Um, didn't have a single pain at all. I was like, maybe I broke this. Um, had already bought tickets to Doctor Strange um, as it came out for the oldest. And by the time the movie started, I was miserable again and in pain and kind of spent the rest of the weekend and half into the next week in the same pain. Um, so I do apologize uh, for not making my show Monday night. I had all intentions that I even talked to Craig about doing the show on Wednesday. Um, it just didn't work out trying to catch up on rest. It didn't sleep. The pain, the pain medications I was on, it just did not pan out for me. Um, it really wasn't until about Saturday, um, Friday night-ish a little bit, but more so Saturday that I finally got over really not having any pain. I still wake up with a little bit of a headache here and there. Um, I think I've about blown all of the sinus infection out at this point. Um, but uh, I finally started, things started changing for the better a little bit Saturday which, thank God, because went down to Paul Brown Stadium, the home of the Cincinnati Bengals, not to watch Cincinnati. Um, but I did get, I did repurchase two years ago for Christmas, so 2020, well, actually 2019 Christmas. I actually bought the wife Garth Brooks tickets to take her to a concert. Of course, COVID ruined all that, and then they, they postponed it, postponed it, postponed it, to the point we finally got a refund on the tickets. Soon as we refunded those tickets, um, they went ahead and decided they're going to do the concert. So I had to re-get in the virtual line, re-buy tickets. Um, but I'm so glad that I did. This Saturday night, got an opportunity. The rain finally cleared out and got an opportunity to watch what was hands down easily the best concert. And I've been to a lot of concerts in my lifetime. Best concert I've ever been to in my life. Garth Brooks put on one hell of a concert. Um, just found out before the show. Voto um, will be um, doing his rehab game for the Dayton Dragons tomorrow night. Really wish I would have had tickets to get into tomorrow's night's game. My mom has 
Um, as as y'all know, I we we split tickets to the Dane Dragons, who are a high A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, phenomenal state uh, stadium and, and um, the hottest team in the, the MILB. Um, she has tickets for Wednesday's night game. I don't know if he's going to play Wednesday night. Is there hoping he will be ready to play this weekend when they play Toronto? Um, so I wish that I had tickets to the tomorrow night's game. We have tickets. Our next game is Friday night. So looking forward to having a chance to uh, watch the Dane Dragons. As, uh, that was another downside of my mouth and my face hurting. Um, that Saturday night, um, before the last show that I missed, um, I was supposed to go to the Dane Dragons game. And after that movie, I decided that it was really in my best interest that I did not try um, to go out to the baseball game. We tried to give the tickets away. We didn't end up giving the tickets away. Um, so um, I'm not supposed to go to the game tomorrow night, but if things happen and it happens, uh, not going to be upset by any stretch of the imagination. Um, that's not the number you told me, Greg. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get you in here because I, I was waiting waiting for a totally different number. you got a completely different number than what you have in Messenger. But uh, I'm going to get you in here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get you in here because I'm going to talk about my other part anyway. Uh, Greg, how are you doing tonight? Good, brother. How are you? Yeah, I um, didn't have, I don't have blog talk plugged into my other phone, so I figured gotcha. it was easier to go down this speed dial. I'm on my way from uh, south of Naples, Florida, over to the house in the bell, so I figured I'd give it a call, call in. Uh, yeah, it's a shame, you know. You you couldn't, uh, you didn't get to go to last week's game. But I realized about four months ago that I lived where I lived was spring training heaven. So I I didn't realize that I was so close to so many MLB training camps. So that is definitely on the bucket list for next year. And it is crazy because well, yeah, it's crazy because. You don't realize it, and even when I was in Fayetteville, they had the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, which were an affiliate of the Houston Astros. And we, we was going to go to one of the games, and it ended up raining out. Uh, uh, Mike, who was part of our network there for a little bit, he, him, I, and someone else that was actually from Ohio, we all were halfway there, and they canceled the game. Um, but, yes, yeah, some of the best baseball, um, the stadium we have here at Dayton, you wouldn't even realize it's in the middle of Dayton. Like, the, the stadium is phenomenal. The area around it is phenomenal. Like, you would, you would picture this in any other city other than downtown Dayton. Um, so, hopefully it works out and the rain clears out and we don't have anything Friday. Uh, before we get talk about NASCAR, I will tell you this. Saturday, for the first time ever, I get to find myself at Eldora. I am so hyped and so excited to finally get to go to Eldora. That is awesome. That's one of those tracks that is on my bucket list. I wish the NASCAR guys and all of them would have been there, but I will take an evening with the wife and the uh, the youngin who appreciates racing and uh, some good racing with the locals any day of the week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Daytona was on my bucket list this year. Uh, it was always on my bucket list, and my girl made it happen this year, and it's probably one of the cutest experiences ever. We did the fan zone. We didn't realize that uh, for anybody listening, 
Probably, probably tell them who the heck I am, Jason. They're probably just thinking I'm some random person. But God, <laughs> everybody. I told before you called in that you was calling from Race Chat Live. So they, they know who, for those who listen to the beginning, they know. Um, for, for those that are just catching in, this is uh, Craig Moore, excuse me, of Race Chat Live. Um, he is on Tuesday nights um, as uh, M, Chris, and Taz, like I said earlier, they will be catching you guys up last weekend talking about Kansas, um, promoting, uh, he's going to be promoting Race Chat Live tonight, getting you guys ready for next week. Um, Craig has been around the 110 Nation, I would say, three or four years at least at this point. Um, got a lot of things, a lot of things going on behind the scene, and a lot of things uh, looking forward to over this next year with Craig as well. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I I was super excited about the Daytona. It was I was like a kid in a candy store. We didn't realize that there was so many levels to the fan zone as far as like things that you could do. But you also mm-hmm. had to make sure that you took a second and third mortgage out because parking was astronomical at the Daytona 500. So I don't know how it is at other tracks, but uh, just that weekend alone, in parking was a hundred dollars. So, yeah, it cost us. I forget where we parked. Then it cost a hundred. Um, how many tracks? Because and, 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 this blew me away. Now I've been to probably ten, twelve tracks easily. Uh, Miami, uh, Daytona, Martinsville, Br- uh, Bristol, uh, I don't know if I said Martinsville already, Charlotte, um, Rockingham, um, I, I know I'm missing Charlotte, I don't, I, I'm sure I'm missing another track, um, so I've been to quite a few tracks, I don't how many tracks, NASCAR tracks have you been to? Daytona was my first ever track, and I've been a NASCAR fan since I'm like 10. Okay, so you have nothing to compare this to. Um, no. What blew me away? What blew me away about the, about Daytona? And if you get to go to the track, you, you'll see what I mean. And you probably noticed it, and maybe it didn't click because it's the first track you've been to. Daytona's pit road is so small, like the the, uh, the where the fans are. It is so it blew me away because any other track I've been to, there's plenty of room for the fans to walk and everything else. But you get to this big two and a half mile track, and you're like packed in like sardines walking up and down pit road. Yes, yeah, I did notice that because I was over uh, when uh, what show is that on FS1 race day. When they mm-hmm. do their thing with Tony, we were, I was standing behind there and I walked through pit road and I noticed just how small it was, how narrow it was. And I was like, yes. wow. And my girlfriend has been to Bristol forever. She used to go all the time. And she said that pit road is wider than Daytona. Yeah. She said not by much, yeah, and it blew me away. Bristol, now, what's funny about Bristol is I didn't even give it no thought that there was no garage area. So the first time I'm there and, and I'm doing uh, media for the 110 Nation, um, the 51 car, I forget who was driving at the time, got in a wreck. And, of course, when you're walking down through that area, you got the two yellow lines that you're allowed to walk through. You got to the right is kind of the haulers, and to the left is the pit crew area. And the fans and the media and everything else is supposed to walk between these two yellow lines. And then all of a sudden you got this car kind of parked at an angle and they're working on it. And it clicked at that point. And it's like, oh, damn, there's not a garage area. Like, this is it. 
So you literally could touch the crew guys. I mean, you, you technically can't, but you literally could touch, touch the crew guys as they're trying to fix these cars and get them back on the track. Um, and, and it never even registered until that first car got, it got some damage, and they're right there on the pit road where we're supposed to be walking um, in the infield to uh, work on their car, and it kind of blew me away. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a neat experience. I will say Michael Waltrip is a lot taller than he looks on television. <laughs> and uh but it was it was a surreal experience. Uh we're gonna do we're gonna do another race. I think we're going to uh Bartonville in the fall. I think that's now, the case. Did, uh, now I did Martinsville, so, the two things Martinsville um, it pissed me off because I ended up being late because traffic. I was supposed to actually interview Kyle Larson that race, um, before that race, and traffic got us backed up. We missed a scheduled interview with him. And then that was when Dale Jr. finally won the grandfather clock. And everybody that is part of the 110 Nation knows how much I do not like any Earnhardt at all. But hands down, by far, the greatest post-race media center experience I had ever experienced. Um, they, he, he was a riot. It was all fun. It was a great time in the media center when he won that grandfather clock at Martinsville. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you said you were going to ask me. What did I? You said you were going to ask a question. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I got, a, I got a question. So. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, man, for those that don't know, this last weekend, Kurt Busch won the race at Kansas. Uh, I, I will say big shout-outs to Michael Jordan um, and, of course, Denny Hamlin. More so, more so Michael Jordan. They didn't even click in my head until this weekend to the fact that Michael Jordan has managed to have a 23 and a 45, both numbers that he wore on his jersey when he played basketball. It didn't even ever click in my head until this weekend that that's what happened. Um, and he's managed to have now got the 23 and the 45 into victory lane in the NASCAR series. So big, big props to Michael Jordan and that whole program that's gone on over there. Um, but my, my question, and Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch won in the 45, in the, the, the Jordan whole logo, Jumpman car layout, um, phenomenal looking car, by the way. Um, but my question to you, and I wanted to kind of give you a heads up on the question, because I was sitting there thinking about this. Now, if I'm Joe Gibbs, and I'm the owner of Denny Hamlin, you're racing for me, and we're racing for a championship, um, and, and we're, we're competitors. And we're not maybe having the best of season. I'm not going to say it's a horrible season, but this is not a, maybe so much a traditional Joe Gibbs kind of season where you dominate. And there's things that need to be worked on. Um, there, there's not the chemistry there that maybe is always there. And you watch Denny Hamlin, one of his drivers, win. He's over there in victory lane, dabbing it up, all happy. Yo, my driver won, you know, blah, blah, blah. As an owner, I don't know how I would feel about this. Like, you know, you shouldn't be so happy. You didn't win the race. You're not clicking on all cylinders. You are not right now a championship contender, at least in my eyes at this point. Um, and I don't think anybody else would argue that fact. How would you feel, Craig, if you was Joe Gibbs and you're seeing this? Like, I, I just don't know. I think this whole driving one team and owning another team is not really in the best interest of everybody that's involved because at the end of the day, that's, to me, 
That's going to cause some friction. That's going to cause some issues. That's, the focus is not where it needs to be in my book. Well, I agree with you to an extent. Now, I will tell you this. I am sure that before Denny Hamlin decided that he wanted to own a NASCAR team, that he went to Joe Gibbs and said, listen, sure. I want to own a NASCAR team because now they're aligned. 2311, in my eyes, if you won't change it, is still part of the Joe Gibbs racing family, just under the Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin name tags. I agree with um, that, too. I think a lot of Joe Gibbs, is for, as, as a car owner, I, I, I wouldn't be real thrilled with it. I don't know if children are thrilled when Earnhardt did it either. But okay, let me let me, me take this question because you you brought up an you you brought up an interesting point. Now I, I agree one hundred percent that the twenty three eleven is kind of an umbrella of the Joe Gibbs Racing. So essentially, it's part of the twenty three eleven or part of the Joe Gibbs Racing. Now we know Michael Jordan is a proud man. You know, and you you got to hear this whole LeBron debate and goat debate and everything else. At what point now does Jordan want to break off that affiliation? At what point do you are you no longer part of Joe Gibbs Racing? You are Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin Racing because now in my mind. I'm a proud man. I, I, I am the goat of basketball. I invested all this money into this race team to become the best in NASCAR. Yeah, I'm Jordan. I'm, I'm the best at I'm the best at whatever I can do. I'm the best thing that ever happened at Nike. I'm the best thing that ever happened to NBA. Now I want to be the best thing that ever happened to NASCAR. So what point does now that cause an issue uh, with there being you, everybody viewing them as them being affiliated with Joe Gibbs Racing, and that now kind of gives Joe Gibbs Racing that kind of um, the credit versus Jordan's the man? Well, I think what it's going to take, I think it's going to take Kurt or Bubba's to win a championship before they can thoroughly go on their own. Um, it's just like um, who's the other farm system team for the NASCAR? Uh, you got 2311. I'm trying to think off the top of my head as I'm driving. And then uh, um, Chastain and them, are they part of, uh, don't they get their stuff from somebody? Yeah. I know you're going to ask. Track house racing. Um, yeah. He's another guy. He's phenomenal. I mean, Justin Marsh is a phenomenal car owner. Um, but he bought the Chip Ganassi charter. Mm-hmm. So... I think at the end of the day, Michael Jordan's got to look at his risk versus reward. His ROI is obviously, with Jordan on board, I'm sorry, with Bush on board, his return on investment is going to be decent. Bubba Wallace is like, Bubba Wallace is like Denny Hamlin. He's too inconsistent. I said this last week on Race Jam Live. Denny Hamlin had a fifth-place finish this week at Kansas. Um, Bubba Wallace 
to his credit, had a 10-plate finish uh, this weekend at Kansas. That's exactly what Bubba Wallace needs, and we all dog Bubba Wallace on Race Chat Live, and we don't dog him for any other reason. It's because he, he reminds me of your guy, Kyle Busch, um, where he blames everybody else for his his misfortune. I won't say his <laughs> lack of racing ability, but, you know, at some point, Bubba has got to take ownership of the fact that he puts himself in position for bad things to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to – everybody expected, and I did too, I expected when Gert Bush went to 23-11, he was going to be the savior of Bubba Wallace. He was going to save Bubba Wallace from himself, um, which didn't doesn't happen. Uh, 23-11 is too inconsistent. So until they are consistent, getting back to your question, I think that Michael Jordan understands the risk versus reward. Hey, if we go out on our own, yeah, we're going to have the technical alliance with Toyota, or we're going to have the alliance with Toyota, but we still need those, the possibility of race engine, race winning engines from JGR and Toyota. Mm-hmm. So I think I think if they win a championship, or because and this is a big if, if both cars make it to the playoffs, because nobody is assured of a playoff spot right now except for Chastain and William Byron. Those are the only two cars assured of a playoff first. That's it, because the rest of them are all single-time winners. So if we have another single-time winner at the Coke 600, that cut line that NASCAR uses, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a piece of glass. So answering your question, I think it'll be two or three years. I heard Denny say in an interview this morning on Sirius on my way to work that they have a five year plan and they're one and a third years into their five year plan and they'll start reevaluating things towards the end of the season based on the accomplishments that they made. Now, I don't want to take anything away from Bubba Wallace. Excuse me. He did win the race last year. I believe it was Talladega. I think so, too. Uh, But it was a rain-shortened race. You know, he did what he had to do to get his car up into the up into the front and keep it there. So kudos to him. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it was a rain short race. Who knows what would have happened if it would have went the full distance? But it's still a W in the in the in the column. But I, yes. if I was Joe Gibbs, I would be okay with it as long as. 
uh, Danny's focus is also putting the twenty the, the number eleven FedEx car where it should be. And Denny is like an irrational female. That's what his season is like. Like, this guy can't He's good one week. He's trashed the next. This week he was beaten. Here's an interesting stat about this weekend. Jenny Hamlin passed 84 cars. The entire race. He started from the back of the pack. He got sent to the back two more times, three more times. So the car had speed. Yeah. It just didn't have enough speed to get the checkered. And I like the paint schemes. I know Cass Taylor is a graphic designer. Our very own Chad Taylor on Race Chap Ivy is a graphic designer. Um, he does graphics and stuff like that. And he dogged this he dogged this this schemes. And I said, dude, when you're paying the freight, they like it, the sponsor likes it, Jordan likes it, Nike likes it. That's all that matters. And look. I think some of the simplest designs are the best designs. And, and Who would ever thought that Nike would have? What's that? I was saying, who would ever thought Nike would have uh, a big, a big sponsor, a bit, uh, such an impact in the sport? Uh, NASCAR, you know, is is one of those things I never would have imagined seeing Nike or, or the Jordan logo on any NASCAR ever. No, and I'll tell you what, I, I I like this new car because it makes the playing field level. Oh, yeah. Look, here's Ross Chastain. He's from Alba, Florida, about 15 minutes from my house. The, the kid ran in trucks. He ran in Xfinity. He made a little bit of noise. But when he got his deal in in the offseason, nobody expected him to uh, make that big of a splash. No. I didn't expect Dustin Martin to, to come back and win. If anybody from Trackhouse that I thought was going to get a checkered flag first, it was going to be our amigo Daniel Suarez. You know, NASCAR's that's our friends crack me up because they complain about the product that they put on, and we, we've had this discussion. They'll complain about the product. NASCAR listens to their fans. I, I will. I have to admit, NASCAR will do everything they can to listen to their 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 fans. They're they're basically who's investing into their sport, and will make multiple change and try to make the cars, the sports better. To only hear NASCAR fans still complain about the product they put out there. Um, I understand there's some things that got to be tweaked. I understand one of the cars had an issue with the lug nut, and the whole one lug nut thing is kind of kind of up in the air. Um, and I'm sure it's something that will be discussed on tomorrow night's show on Race Chat Live um, right here at 8 o'clock. But 
you know, NASCAR is making an attempt and constantly tries to make the sport what the fans want. And these cars have made this year a very competitive year. The cars are on an even play field. We're seeing different winners. We're seeing competitive races. Where we're seeing, we're not watching. I, I can remember the last time I took myself to a race. We went to the, the 600, and I watched um, Truex lead like 99% of the laps. Um, we're, we're watching more competitive and, and better better play field of all the teams. We're not watching just Hendrick win. We're not watching just Joe Gibbs racing win. And now we're seeing Trackhouse win. We're watching the 23-11 team win. We're watching all these other teams be competitive and win races and, and make this sport very diverse and competitive. Um, but it just blows my mind that no matter what the sport does and changes, just like the fans ask them to make these changes, to turn around and listen to the fans, still turn around and complain about something else or complain about, oh, my God, NASCAR changes something else. You know, you all are the ones that they've made these changes for. You, This is what you all complained about last year. They fixed it this year, and you're complaining about the fact that they made this change, even that's what you complained about last year. Yeah, and what amazes me is my father and I had this discussion, and, and he's not a NASCAR fan. He's a football fan. Matter of fact, if you live in South Florida, and you root for anybody but the Miami Dolphins, you probably better get out of town. Um, but he says, boy, he says, all those cars are the same. I said, no, they're not. I said, not now. I said, now, I said, with this new car, the manufacturer, the manufacturer said they wanted cars that looked Almost what you buy off of the floor. Yeah. This car has been three years in development. Fans wanted better racing. They've gotten it. I said, and they still complain. I said, he says, well, why do you think that is? And I said, Dad, you're 75 years old. You've lived on this earth 70 75 years, seven and a half decades. As are we as people ever happy? No. no. I'm like, well, there you go. And and it does. It amazes me. NASCAR is one of the only true sports that listens to their fan base. Mm-hmm. And I say true sports because they're sports entertainment. Well, you and I could do a whole show on that. Um, yeah. And, but they're the only sport that listens to their fan base, and they're always chastised. Yeah. Wow, they the only sport that listens to their fans for the fans to turn around complaining the fact that they listen to their fans. Right. Well, I, and, and I hear it, you know, when I listen to Sirius on my way to work or on my way home. I'm obviously on the phone with you, but I, I, I'll i listen, and you'll get these fans calling in and, and complaining. And I'm like, dude, you got what you wanted. You wanted more competitive racing. You got it. Stop complaining. I, I just think that it's... It, it, it just it amazes me. I just think that 
people want to hear themselves bitch to hear themselves bitch. Yeah. For a better, for, you know, <laughs> for a better lack of understanding. But, you know, I'm super excited for tomorrow night's show. We've got uh, a promo with real quick, and then I'll let you get back to your other stuff that you're covering, and I'll listen gotcha. in. Gotcha. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night, we got Ashley Allen joining us at the top of the hour. Uh, Chris is off this week. He is going to listen to the Dave Matthews Band. I guess his wife bought him tickets for their anniversary or his birthday. I can't remember which. So it's going to be myself and Taz Taylor captaining, the, captaining and co-captaining the ship. Um, 9 o'clock, Ashley Allen of Robert Racing is going to be joining us. Uh, Ashley's a dear friend of mine. Uh, her and her soon-to-be husband in August, um, and I'll be at that wedding because I'll be DJing it. Um, they have an announcement to make. They're going into another venture besides go-karting. Um, so they're going to join us. Taz and I are going to talk about Kansas and everything that happened. I want to give you an interesting stat. I don't know if you've seen it in our in our thread. Kurt Busch has won with four different manufacturers, with five different teams, at 18 different tracks, in 19 different seasons, a total of 34 Cup Series races. So that's an interesting stat for Kurt Busch. I mean, I think that's pretty cool, but... We're going to talk yeah. about Kansas. We're going to talk about the All-Star Race. Uh, we're actually not going to be on next week. NASCAR uh, does 39 seasons or 39 weeks. We are actually going to take next week off. Uh, one of us will do a live feed Monday morning to talk about the All-Star Race. And then I'll probably jump on here and join you for a little while on my way home from prison. I mean, work. And, uh, <laughs> listen, I want to say, I want to give Circle K, your employer, a real big shout out. We got a lot of those stores down here in South Florida. And those are some of the cleanest convenience stores that they've got down here. So, no, I'm sure that's one of the things I talked about. I had two interviews today, and I, I, I take big pride. Um, I, I travel more now being in Ohio than I was in North Carolina. As I go back and get my sons, why, you know, I travel back to North Carolina at least two or three times a year. We go to Gatlinburg a couple times a year. We go to Hocking Hills a couple times a year. So I, I travel a lot more now, so I see a lot more convenience stores um, than I did before. And I, I run the busiest store in my entire, entire market. We take great pride in how clean we keep the store, especially as busy as it is. Um, and, and, you know, I talk about that, that, you know, it's kind of one of those things that people will not go to a store because of how dirty and everything it is. So I'm glad to hear that uh, uh, it, it's real clean in the stores down there. I know the store that by where my brother used to live before he passed away in Deltona, um, right there by Daytona. Um, there was a there was a store right in front of his neighborhood. Real nice, real clean store. Uh, so I'm glad to, glad to hear that they're keeping things good down there in uh, Florida as well. But uh, no, I I was I was impressed when I walked in. I was like, wow, everything spotless. The glass is clean. 
you know, and I'm I'm into being stores quite a bit. So, but now I'm super excited for tomorrow night's show. We're gonna do an abbreviated show. I think we're gonna be done by quarter to ten. Uh, my father flies out for Spokane, Washington, uh, Wednesday morning, so we want to run down and see him. So I'll be doing the show uh, like I'm talking to you on the car, in the car on my way home. Because I have an hour and 20-minute ride home. But want to thank you for having me on for a little bit. Guys, tune yes, in tomorrow night to Race Chat Live. You are not going to want to miss it. It's going to be an entertaining show. Uh, listen, if you've got a question that you want us to answer, hey, shoot us a message on the Race Chat Live page. Be sure to listen to it. Uh, you know, look it up, like it. We post a lot of content every day. Uh, we, we usually post once in the morning and once in the afternoon, uh, much like Jason or CJ does on the 110 page. So, you know, join us tomorrow night. It's going to be a heck of a show. And, hey, real quick. Before I go, you, we have got another show starting this Sunday. Yes, the Jay Dillon uh, Show. The Jay Dillon Show. I get, I, yeah, I get the privilege to uh, produce that. So I get, a, I get to sit in the studio and listen to it every night. I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm very excited. I, I hear a lot of good things, and this sounds like this is going to be a fun show. We need you to produce tomorrow night. Um, so, I thought Miss Lee was good. Jeez. Okay. All right. I wasn't quite sure. I wasn't quite sure. But yeah, um, she reached out to me. If not, sure. I, I'll do the best I, I can because I, I will be out dashing. Um, as I, I got a few more weeks that I got to do Tuesdays and Wednesdays or Tuesdays and Thursdays on. Um, eventually, I will be in the studio producing all the shows. Um, but uh, I'll get up with Miss Lee. Um, I think she's going to do it tomorrow night um, right. for us for you guys. But anyway, I want to thank you very much. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night. Do not, CJ, do not forget to get us your pick. Um, oh, I won't. I won't. Miss Lee hits me up every, she hits me about six o'clock every week. <laughs> I, I won't forget. <laughs> um, remember, there's no cup race. It's only the all-star race. So, you know, well, I'll get you the entry list. I'll post the entry list as soon as I know it. But right. anyway, I want to thank you very much. It's been a hell of a show so far, and I'm going to sit. You can mute me, and I'll listen to the rest of it on my drive home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. That's Craig Moore of Race Chat Live. Make sure you guys tune in every Tuesday night, except for, I guess, next Tuesday night, which we'll just do a replay um, for you guys that missed any shows. We'll, we'll probably go through the archives and uh, pick the uh, – uh, probably the most popular show of the season so far, and play that back next Tuesday night um, as the guys will be out of the studio next Tuesday night. But make sure you guys tune in next Tuesday night, or um, I'm sorry, tomorrow night, which would be next Tuesday night, but tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, as uh, Craig and Taz will be in the studio getting you guys caught up on Kansas, um, getting you guys ready for the All-Star Race. Uh, got a great guest, as he, as he said, Ashley. I'm looking forward to uh, catching up myself. Um, a lot of times I don't catch it on the live on Tuesdays and Thursday shows, the live version of it, because um, those now are the last two nights of the week that I actually DoorDash, kind of make a little bit extra cash um, as we uh, work on continue consolidating, getting 
everything on the radio side taken care of uh, before we re relaunch the website. So what I do is I usually catch it on like iHeartRadio, but all our shows are rebroadcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. Um, you can reach, you can still catch the, the replay here on Blog Talk Radio as well, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podcasts, or, I'm sorry, Podchaser, YouTube, um, and usually I do the Wisdom app as well live on Monday nights, but I knew Craig was going to join me. And I've not gone through the whole process as how linking up where I can take a phone call on Block Talk Radio and then play through on the Wisdom. So I didn't hook up the app today, um, but you guys can catch us there. All you got to do is go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, catch all the shows, links to all the podcasts, the schedules, our marketing partners, everything is right there. Um, 8 o'clock on Thursdays, you guys can catch the Southern Dirt Chat Report. Um, the guys do local race um, talk out of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Florida. Um, the hottest show on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, like I said at the beginning. Kind of jealous as the, the founder, CEO, and the host of the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, not to have the hottest show. Kind of kind of hits me in the heart a little bit there. Um, means I need to step up my game. Um, I know the guys at the Race Chat Live know they got to step up their game as the second longest-running show on this network and being beat by the new guys. And uh, I'm kind of afraid what Jay Dillon's going to bring and, and if they if his show takes over, being number one or number two, then we really got some work to do because um, Jay Dillon will be making his debut, the Jay Dillon Show, 8 o'clock Sunday night, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, so looking forward to that as well. If you guys not like this on Facebook, like us, the 110 Nation uh, Sports, um, you guys can check out the Race Chat Live, Southern Dirt Chat Report, uh, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, all on Facebook. Give us a like. Keep up with everything going on here at the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network um, and the 110 Nation Sports. Um, got, got to uh, thank... Uh, Carolina Sports Plus, you guys can find them on Facebook. I will have an opportunity here in a couple of weeks to get up with Mario, give me some new uh, Carolina Sports Plus attire. I'm looking forward to have a chance to uh, talk to him, the longest-running marketing partner we got here at the 110 Nation Sports, um, and have an opportunity to uh, work on continuing our relationship and our partnership. Also, Bears Market, Market Bullish Report. Um, get, go over there, give their fan page a like, um, every uh, new member over there. Um, they will be contributing to the 110 Nation to help us continue to grow. Um, if you're interested in joining the 110 Nation, um, if you have a show and want it syndicated, uh, maybe you don't have a platform to do a show on and you want to have a platform to do a show on, we got three nights available. You can do live shows on here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Or maybe you want to uh, co-host. Um, like I said earlier, um, I have uh, I'd like to extend the show to a two-hour show. Um, right now, I just do one hour, um, so that way I have plenty of content throughout the whole show um, and not have any dead airspace. So I, I would like to have an opportunity to expand that, bring someone on, so we have plenty of content. Or maybe you're not quite ready to do a whole show and, and just want to come on and maybe just talk Major League Baseball or talk NFL or talk NHL. Um, all you do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com, or um, – Hit, uh, give me, send me a message on um, 
uh, or uh, hit me up on uh, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, or the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Um, the Suns have found themselves eliminated out of the NBA playoffs. Yes, Chris Paul has fallen short once again. I'm very uh, interested to see what um, the Suns do in this offseason. Obviously, the Suns have to do something as we've come to another into another season. We've watched Chris Paul get ever so close, and I, you you blame it on age. You can blame it when you want to blame it on. At the end of the day, he's falling short once again. Um, I, I think we're at a point now that we need to see Chris Paul to kind of come into reserve mode, um, kind of play the role that we watched. Um, Steph Curry earlier in the season come off the bench, um, give somebody that's younger got the got the legs underneath him, got the age, um, and then use Chris Paul as a veteran mind, a veteran leader, and someone to come off the bench to to help uh, get the the, the off the bench hour, uh, minutes to help keep the uh, Phoenix Suns in these games. Um, last night's game was uh, a, a prime example of what Phoenix Suns cannot continue to do as the Dallas Mavericks blew out the Phoenix Suns, eliminating the Suns. We also seen the uh, Milwaukee Bucks get eliminated as the Boston Celtics continue on. Um, obviously, having no Middleton for the Bucks was a big factor into watching the uh, Boston Celtics continue on. Um, so, uh, keeping our eyes on the uh, the NBA playoffs as they roll through, and it's going to be a big topic next week, um, right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Show. I'm looking forward to continue uh, getting into the NBA draft. Is one of the things that's going to be a key focal over the next few weeks as we uh, as we see um, and break down who drafted who, um, what offseason um, acquisitions happen, and start to break down these teams and get us ready to the playoffs. Deshaun Watson will be uh, talking to the NFL this week. Um, obviously, it's time for uh, Deshaun Jackson to kind of face uh, the commissioner and uh, kind of pie, pay up on uh, what's going to happen. And I guess we're going to get an idea, an idea of uh, where the NFL feels or is going to go with Deshaun Jackson. Um, he will meet a fin- uh, NFL officials this week. So we'll see that. Also making headlines was Raj- uh, Rajon Rondo. Um, allegedly pulled a gun out on the mother of his children and their kids, witnessed the whole thing. Um, so that's coming out of TMZ Sports. So as more comes out of that, all you do is uh, keep up with our fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. We'll have more on that as that comes out as well. Um, a lot of great things going on, on over on there. I was very glad to have uh, Craig join me tonight. I'm looking forward to having him on next week and uh, kind of catching up and really getting an opportunity to talk about it. I know he's going to want to talk about the All-Star Race, um, but getting to have my opportunity to talk about Eldor. Uh, we, we talked about a bucket list earlier, and we talked about the races. Uh, Daytona was one of the things that was on my bucket list, just like uh, Craig. Uh, 2011, I got the opportunity to go to the Daytona 500 for the first time. I ended up going to two or three Daytona 500s and two or three of the 4th of July races. Um, when it was all said and done, I'm sure that's not going to be the end of it, but I'm sure I'm going to find myself back at Daytona again. Um, I was there when uh, Trevor Bain 
not only won the race but put Wood Brothers back into victory lane. It was a whole year with the whole tandem race. Um, I'm not going to let that part of that discourage the fact of what I got to see and got to see Wood Brothers back in victory lane. Did get to check that off. There was two tracks on the top of my list from the get-go, and it was Daytona 500. Bristol Saturday night underneath the lights. I've gotten to do both of those. Um, I've never done Bristol as a fan. I've always only done them as media. I would like the opportunity to actually sit up in the stands and watch the race from a fan's perspective once. Um, but Eldora has been one of those tracks. Um, I've not been back this way since Tony Stewart took over the track. This uh, I've been back two or three years, but with COVID and everything else, we've just not had an opportunity. Um, so this is really my first opportunity this Saturday night to get to go to Eldora. Um, the Eldora we've gotten to know since Tony's taken over and get an opportunity to be out there. And like I said, they, part of me wishes that there's going to be some cup guys there and see that in action. Um, but I am, I'm a big local, um, support your local track, support your local driver kind of guy. I have been to many tracks, the Fayetteville Motor Speedway, Kill Care, Shady Bowl. Um, uh, I want to say it's done, but I, it might not be done Motor Speedway. Um, but I, I am a fan. Um, uh, yes, Craig, we can work on that. That should be not an issue. There's an actual website you go to to fill out credentials for that. Um, getting the website out would work better, um, and so maybe we need to push the website out and get content on there. Um, but, yes, there's an actual website that you actually apply for that stuff. Um, just the show alone probably gets you in there anyway. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll just promote the, uh, the uh, 110 Nation Sports Radio Network um, dot com site, and that, sh- that should get you in. I've been approved twice for Miami, so that's not it's not not like it's not in their books that we've been there before. Um, the first year I went is when uh, uh, Jeff Gordon retired. I got to hang out and listen to that. The next year that I was supposed to go was the year Tony Stewart retired. Um, things came up, and I didn't make that race, but we was actually approved for that race as well. Great um, right track. Um, but... <laughs> I want to get things wrapped up because we're we're past the nine o'clock, and I know the wife's going to be coming knocking through the door here in a minute. She, I, I've gotten her, I gotten her to leave the room for the the show time, but it gets to be about nine o'clock. She makes her way in here. It's her time to to be in the room. So uh, I'm going to get things wrapped up. Um, Eight o'clock tomorrow night, Race Chat Live. Do not miss it. Make sure you guys go like um, their fan page, Race Chat Live. Um, Thursday night, eight o'clock, Southern Dirt Chat Report. Go over in their fan page, give them a like. Sunday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, the Jay Dillon Show. I will be in the studio producing it. I don't think he's got a fan page for the show yet, um, but uh, as soon as we find out, we'll promote that as well. All you got to do is go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. All the platforms, all the shows are on, all the shows, all the times, all the schedules, all the descriptions, everything is right there. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, once again, I want to thank Craig for joining me. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Looking forward to being back here next Monday night, talk about Eldora, talk about the All-Star Race, which I've gotten to do that once, twice. I know at least once. I did it as a fan. I had a real good friend of mine. Um, I bought him tickets to go with me to Rockingham when the truck races or the truck series came back the first year. Casey Kane won it in the number four truck. Um, he bought me all-star race tickets because um, he was always one that made fun of me. Left turn, left turn. 
And then once he went to Rockingham, he was hooked. So <laughs> turn around, he bought me race uh, race tickets to the All Star race. Um, but I also get you guys start working on uh, talking and breaking down the NFL draft. See where we're at in the NBA playoffs. Talk some USFL and uh, talk some Dane Dragons as well. Till next time. <laughs>